Isn't it about time dads and men had a podcast for us? Somewhere we could go to relieve some stress, help the time pass, and have a chuckle or two? A place for us. This is Word Brings Word. If you're looking for a show with general trending topics and concerns by men and dads, you've found your home. Funny, Funny. Opinionated. opinionated, real and raw. Real and raw. This is Word Brings Word, and this is your host, Bruce Jackson. Welcome back to Word Brings Word. I'm your host, Bruce. I'm Gene. Uh, Darren, let them know who's on the phone, Smooth. Yeah, smooth. Hey, dog, you can talk a little louder than that, dog. You ain't got to try to talk sexy to the audience. You know what I'm saying? All right, so any of y'all got any word today? What y'all want to talk about? What are we going to discuss? Well, you know, word, brain word. Darren, you got something for us? Yeah, man. My, my wife started watching this uh, new show on uh, Amazon Prime called Harlem. Megan Good. Called Harlem? Yeah, I'd, uh, I think I seen an episode or something like that. I mean, first of all, I don't know if we can really be saying that name without getting paid. You know what I mean? We might have to just call it H or something. Hello. I mean, for today, we'll let it slide, though, for the first time. Like, did it just come out, uh, Darren, or what? Yeah, it just dropped. Just dropped? This year. So what's it about? Like, talk to me. I mean, I haven't watched it, so talk to me and talk to the audience. Like, let us know what's the premise. Like, what's it really about? You know what I mean? So it's a group of friends, women, uh, four friends, about 30, so mid-30s, and they all going through their career change and trying to figure out relationships and whatnot. So, of course, they got to have a variety, so heterosexual, homosexual, all of that stuff mixed in there. And, uh, yeah, the, the typical, uh, I guess, Me Too movement type thing where I try to empower women. Mm-hmm. So, telling everybody they want to, uh, you know, look out for yourself as a woman. You know, be be you, and you know, look out for yourself first. And, so you, you know, think the man you need or more is going to come through. So, and, so uh, I think at least two or three of them are like power women, where they are executives. One of them like a professor. So, are all four of them single. Uh, yeah, for the most part. All right, so let's talk. They, they got boy. They got what? Boyfriends. They got boyfriends, but nobody like married. Oh, so they, they Kevin Samuel single then. <laughs> so like he say, if you ain't married, yeah. you single. Right. Right. So right. they got so all four of them got boyfriends or two of them got boyfriends. Two of them. Okay. Well, yeah, they got to throw that in there for some variety. All right, so it's a. I think one of them like LGBTQ, so maybe she got a girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. So two got a boyfriend, and then one got a girlfriend and one single, maybe. Yeah. Either way, that's. I mean, that sounds like that's the way they make it. That way, it's easy to kind of bring stuff from all different angles, right? Right. Yep. Okay, so it's a feel-good show for women. It's supposed to be highlighting and really showing women's struggle or options or what they go through as far as dating. Right. It's highlighting for women. Are all four of these women black women or they're all dis- different nationalities or yeah. what? 
Uh, black, black and um, I think one is uh, black Latino. Four black women, but one's black Latina, and they're in Harlem. Right. Yep. Okay. And they talking about the struggle. Well, so, you just think about the design of this off the rip from the setup. They got to have a couple of different people so they can show a couple of different walks in life. So Darren said there's a couple of power women, right? So probably some women that's at the top of the food chain at their company. Is Are there any entrepreneurs? Yeah, one, uh, yeah, one has their own business. And uh, uh, one is like an actress, performer, singer. She's the one who's struggling. So, you know, you got to represent that. So one, one is doing very well. One's doing very well. Working for somebody or her own business? Own business. One has her own business. They, do they go into her business or what it is, or maybe not yet? Yeah, let they go into it later. Okay, so somebody got her own business. Somebody else is a professor. Is a professor? Yeah, she's a professor. Okay. Megan Good is a professor. And then somebody else is a um, artist, entertainer, of some of some sort. Yeah. And that's the one struggling. Can't find nobody. Is that the one? Yeah, I can't find nobody. I can't find work all the time. So, yeah. I mean, when it first came on, like, the first thing I noticed was the empowerment. Like, the I'm a boss, and we make men do what we want them to do, and they follow us. And basically, they were the leaders is what I gather. Again, I only watched, like, one episode, so I'm not here to judge the whole show. But the intro was definitely that. So is that what you got from it, Darren? Like, are they trying to push that narrative or are they trying to compare it and say, hey, this other civilization somewhere was like that. That's the way we should be here. Like, how's that set up? It's definitely an empowerment. Uh, you can get that from the trailer. You can watch any episode. It's like that. Hmm. Okay, I mean, so what's your thoughts on that? I mean, can the women run the world or what? I mean, what's going on? What, what, we, what do we yeah, think? Beyonce said they did, so I don't know. So first off, Darren, since oh, you man. since you were watching this with your wife, what's your what's your wife's take from it? Now I ain't trying to get you in trouble, but like, does it look like she's watching this and she like <laughs> get up from the couch with her with her chest out? Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I nah. mean? Nah, she's not doing it with this show. She's done it with other shows, but not this one. So, uh, so does she feel like this yeah. was a little outlandish? Like, oh god, here they go. You know, because. I mean, you know, the thing yeah, is, yeah. they'll show yeah, stuff like this, but they won't really tell what all comes with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can see through some of that stuff, and she knows that. So, yeah, she's not getting up, you know, pumping her chest, doing that kind of stuff. So, uh, she's the one mainly watching it, and I, I catch a, a little bit of it. I'm hearing it. So, I, I asked her about a few things. She said, yeah, yeah, this thing happened, this thing happened. You, you, you can tell direction they're going to take it that's the way they got to do it for the show i mean can we can we talk about the narrative a little bit though like i mean is it like always black women show kind of going this way down to Issa ray with the insecure and this type of narrative kind of feeding that way for the black shows in particular like when i think about palm people shows the only one i can think of with a narrative like that that just like snap comes to my mind is like sex in the city hey man hold on yeah some people don't know who palm people are Oh, well, that's my Caucasian people out there. <laughs> I call them palm, palm people. Yeah, you know, that's the only show I can really think about is like Sex in the City, where they kind of empower the women that we're bosses and, you know, we can make men do whatever. 
but other than that, in the Palm People world, it's not like that. And I don't understand why they keep trying to push this narrative on our sisters to push out to the daughters, to push out to our black community. I mean, I feel like this stuff is getting pushed out anyway before the show because Instagram killing this all day. Because hmm. everybody's looking at all, everybody's looking at everybody else on Instagram feeling like, man, look, they are a millionaire because of what they got on or because of this car they're in front of and stuff. I can be that too. So like we talk about when we mentioned the Kevin Samuel stuff, it's like people feel like the average and mediocre level is not any, anywhere to be. Like you make it 50, 60,000, he's nothing. You know what I mean? It's funny because I was talking to this girl actually today and she was reminiscing about this dude that she knew that used to work like, you know, when they were in college, he was a store manager. I don't know, one of these, you know, fat, uh, not fast food, but uh, big box chains. I don't know if it was a Kroger, Sam's, Walmart, one of them. But, you know, she came to realize now at her age that these managers actually make, you know, 100000 They make really good money when you get up there in some of these stores that you wouldn't think about. And it was funny because I was trying to explain to her, like, well, your thought process you know, still, even back then, you're looking at money, but you just didn't know that was money. Yeah, everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she had to really open her eyes like, yeah, you're right. You know, I didn't really think. And it's like, yeah, because you're thinking about, oh, he's a manager at a grocery store. Get out of here. You're broke. You're not even knowing what that manager makes. You just know the uniform they put on, and that's not the uniform of money to you in your mind. You know? Yeah. I mean, so do we have any shows like that for the for the men or black men? Like, you know, like the show that we have right now with Megan Good and all them? Was it Harlem? They had one show called, what was it? I don't know what it Not was. Not that we're trying to compete. I'm just wondering. Because I don't we did have to feel one like show recently. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Brothers, something like that. I don't know. It was something. But it was like four black dudes. Can you think of anything like I that, Darren? I don't watch TV like that. No, I don't watch music like that, man. So. I don't either. Yeah, we had one that I that recently that I can think of. I, I don't really remember the name off the top of my head, but it was basically kind of the same era for black dudes or whatever. Hmm. But that's part of the problem. Like, you know, in our in our community, our stories are just recycled. It's the same, same, same. Like entertainment and then misery. I mean, literally, that's it. Like, it either, either we're funny or we're going yeah. through pain. It's, it sells. Where, where's money. where's the lawyer shows that we're just, you know, I've I've seen maybe one or two. Like, I mean, you see lawyers. Not, not even all show. black. That's what I was just about. Not even all black. Like, maybe the judge or somebody was black. Well, you maybe their attorney. But you've seen, you know? you seen power, though, right? They got an attorney in there. Here we go. <laughs> Again, pain and misery. Power is pain and misery. That's where it falls into that category. Right, but they bring the attorneys out. So you got to have the pain and the misery before you need an attorney. Or you say you want to see a show where it's like a little kid, like, hey, this is what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be an attorney. I'm saying I'm I'm looking at like Law and Order, where it's like light and fluffy. Like they do have some pain and misery going in there because a crime has to be committed, but the crime and everything's like so washed over, so lightweight. Like it doesn't bring any anxiety or anything to you. Like, oh my god, somebody just got killed. In here. It, they don't show you that. They show you more of the grit of the lawyer actually working, trying to beat the case or whatever like that. Well, let's create our own TV show. I mean, the only person we got out here is maybe Tyler Perry and Oprah, and you see what they do. No, man, we can do our own, man. Look, we can film it right here, dog. We can do some crowdfunding. Oh, they, that's what we call B-movies, and 
for oh, some we, reason, we our community <laughs> does not support the Black Beat movies. Darren, you got us? You want to start a movie over here? No, I'm good, bro. Oh, you don't want to be in the movie. You know, his wife don't say something. I'll direct it, man. Oh, you I'll want to be the director? You know what? Yeah, I'll be in production. Man, so where y'all think this TV show going to go? The Harlem movie. Harlem. How many shows they got? How many episodes they got so far, Darren? I think it's like 10. This is the first season, of course. So they just put yeah. the whole season out? Or, is, or has it been out a while yeah. and nobody heard of it? Maybe it's showing, I think it's showing 10 in the listing right now. But uh, I don't know if they do it every week. I don't know how Amazon does it. I think Amazon just drops it all at one time. No, they don't. They don't. I was just watching one that was like, yeah, every Friday. And I was just like, man, I hate to see a show. And it's like, yeah, you got to wait another week. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, he already seen 10. This must have been out. You got story by Netflix, man. Hey, man, they know how to do it. You got to keep putting out content, though. So what y'all think they're going to do, though? I mean, we all think they're going to take these these women in the show. I think it'll be uh, renewed. You got Megan Good. You got the chick from Empire is in it. Oh, so they've they already appealed to. So they're already at the end of the show, the Darren? Nah, I don't know. I don't know what episode. Uh, okay. She's, uh, not to ask, but uh, I know they are a couple of episodes in, and mm-hmm. they got the star appeal. They got the story, the storyline. So I think it at least get renewed for one more season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know my wife is picky. So so if she if she watching it, then it looks like they're trying to lean it towards like the black sex in the city or something like that. You know, the new age yeah. version or something for us. Uh, you know, they did the same thing with um, the Wonder Years. You know, they turned that black. That was originally all white cast. So they're yep. they're, they're trying to lean towards us a little bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I agree with this Exit of the City thing, especially since uh, I think HBO is bringing that back. So it's probably perfect timing on uh, Amazon's part. Right. Yeah. So let's just do a comparison between these women. I mean, I really only I really only remember. You got the corporate. So basically, we got a corporate woman who's got a really high title, high job, making a lot of money, probably pretty demanded, right, Darren? Is that is that correct? Uh, from what I can tell, she maybe, but not so much. Her conflict is with uh, her mom. I can tell. She's her got parents a, are like rich. She's got a conflict and with her mom. Yeah, mom gives money because what she really wants is to leave that high corporate job and do her own thing. Mm, she she wants to leave the corporate job where she's got a good position and do her own thing. Yep. And why is that? Like, have they said why? Or is this because her mom's got all this money and her parents are doing their own thing and she's wanting to do that to follow in the footsteps? Or is it like I the parents is like, hey, that. we're wanting you to do the corporate thing. So she's like, no, I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, it's a little bit of the latter because she's doing the corporate thing because her parents wanted to be self-sufficient because I think the idea is that her mom wasn't. Her mom had to be dependent on her dad. So mm. her mom wanted her to be self-sufficient. And so it was pushing her in that corporate route, which she's gotten pretty far, but it's not what she wanted. Mm. She wants to do her own business. Okay, let's pause. Because, I mean, that's a big thing Kevin Samuels talks about. I wouldn't be doing y'all justice if I ain't bring it up. Talk to me. <laughs> he, 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 he talks a lot about how women push the single mothers push the women to be strong and independent 
and really focus so much on the school and the education, the work and stuff like that. And so when they really focus on that, then by the time they start thinking about men or relationships, families, they in their mid to late thirties. And then it's kind of like, wait, you really should have been working on these social skills and getting these experiences and all this stuff back when you're working so hard on your career. Right. You know, where a lot of their counterparts may be out here in college dating and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So they may have found someone a long time ago in college and then got married and been with this person a long time, got kids. Now the kids is in the late, you know, during school and everything else in the community, get along with everybody else by the time they get 30. Where mm-hmm. our community may more or less be out here in their early 30s, mid 30s, near geriatric pregnancy age, like man, there just ain't no good men out here. Right. Well, the men at that age, they looking down back at the women that may be 25 to 30 years old. They're not looking really at the 35, 40 year old women. I would love to do a poll, you know, for all the men out there and just let me know at what date did you ever ask your current girlfriend or girls you dated their school or education i just want to know what date was that date one date two or did it ever come across and it just happened to come out that she went to school and you never cared because women seem to think a lot of guys care about this education like they walk up and say hey do you got a master's because if you don't we can't be they don't i don't think they i don't think they think we care the parents or the mom has made them care about that that's part of them when you ask a woman what she brings to the table her first three answers, one of them is going to be her education. Because her mom has told her that was important. So she thinks it's important too, no? She thinks it's important because her mom put it there, not because she thinks this is what a man wants. She like if a woman's if if if, if a woman's been raised to believe you need this, this, and this to be independent, it's because that mom is telling them you don't need a man or you should set yourself up to never need a man, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really all they got. They may be really good and successful at that. And, you know, take this woman from this show. Right. She making all this money and all of that, but she, she may not really know how to be cool and chill with a guy. She may not know how to guy be a, let the guy be a leader and take that back seat, mm. you know, because there's women out there who's like, no, i got to be the show. I'll lead. What, like, Darren, you say in the trailer, they were saying women need to lead and men need to do what they, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they um, in the first episode, they uh, talk about some woman tribe that's like all women and they didn't use men and all this type. Do stuff. they still exist? They still exist. But from what I heard, they're struggling real bad. <laughs> <laughs> like real bad. They almost Amish. Because like it's the not the national about. order. I mean, it's not your natural order. Right. And so when you talk about that, a woman that's going to get upset, what she just heard is, oh, you supposed to say do this. And I'm saying, yes, yeah, sure. And that's it. You know what I mean? Right. That's the extreme people go to. But a woman being a woman getting a man and being like, hey, I said jump, and he says how high and for how long, they really don't want that. They may act like they do, but until they get it, and then they're like, man, this ain't no real man. Where am I out here? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's a pushover. And they kind of show that at a younger age without realizing that they're showing that. When they date the bad guys or the aggressive guys or the so-called thugs or whatever like that, I feel I feel like personally they're dating that personality that vibe that energy that are getting they're dating that man man to themselves they're not looking at they're not in middle school high school whatever being like look at the little chubby guy over there in the corner he's all quiet to himself look at him he's not getting picked for kickball he's not playing those sports i want him you know no they're going 
they're all looking at that star quarterback or that guy that's aggressive that's doing this or this. So it's the same as now if you if you take that to the day and look at the men that's yeah, making awful. six figures or more, all of the women want that guy. Right. And that guy don't want them because he up there too high for him. I mean, he got options. Makes sense. Ain't that what you told me, Darren? Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. Makes sense. Okay, don't Darren, I, I'm trying to act like I'm trying to set Darren up. Like, Darren, like, I gotta be I'll careful what I said. I'll probably tell you that a long time ago. No, don't try to act like it was before, a long time ago. Before the marriage. Like, like, you told me that last night. Don't try to act like that was a long time ago. Right, right. No, but I mean, so I think that's what the show's gonna probably end up showing. They're like, hey, because they're like, they all got their different walk of life, but mm-hmm. they all are gonna have dating challenges for whatever reason. Yeah. The girl that's an entertainer, yeah. artist, or whatever, she's out there just living a super free life. That's hard. I don't, I don't know about y'all. I couldn't do it. I mean, look, hold on. Let's just pause right here, right? They're literally, like I said, in the beginning of the show, talking about being independent, making men do what they want. I'm a bad. I'm a boss. But yet and still, we don't need a man. But the show, they're going to be looking for men understand that like the 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 mouth is saying this but the actions is we got to have some men in this show because they're wanting all of it it's like i want the man but i want him doing everything that i say acting the way i feel like he should act but i want him to be making six figures but he needs to be bowing down and doing everything i say to do you know what i'm saying i mean you know you was little and your mom used to say you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah i think that's what they want they want the cake and eat it too you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, thank God for. for I mean, I don't know. Every other show. I don't know if y'all know about the the great Patrice O'Neill. You know, he's no longer with us, but he, he used to talk about it. <laughs> Man. For y'all that don't know him, yep. go look up Patrice O'Neill. He's a comedian. He was raw, but he was funny. And he talked. He used to always relate stuff to to animals. Yeah. He's like a female shark wants to go out and get a dolphin or some other little animal that's not her equal animal. Because she can try to run them and tell them to do this and tell them to do that. But they eventually get tired. Like, man, I need me a male shark. You know what I mean? Right. Where a male shark, they may not really be able to tell them what to do and, you know, control them the way they can. This little salmon or this other little dolphin or something like that. But that don't last long. And I feel like there's women sometimes who may settle or may, may feel like, yeah, that's what I want. And eventually they realize that ain't really what I want. You know what I mean? It may come out different ways. I, just, I guess you know, it's a they feeling because be- if you thought about it logically, it just doesn't make sense most of the time. I mean, especially for a woman when she says that she, you know she's supposed to be pure, innocent, this, that, and the third. Then you get with a guy that may be selling drugs, uh, pulling licks, whatever the case may be, basically could get law enforcement involved. And then when that happens and he goes to jail, then he's the deadbeat and he's no good and he should have never been doing this. And it's like, well, why would you talk to a dude that's doing this if he should have never been doing it? You know what I'm saying? But of course, that's the feeling. You feel like you like this dude. But if you thought about it, you would know that he's basically going to die or end up locked up and you're going to end up with a kid and be a single mother. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like a psycho. It's like it's like somebody watching a crackhead do the whole process of taking the crack. And then still deciding to yourself, like, I'm going to be able to beat that. Where in history did you see somebody win? That's why there's crackheads. And I don't even understand why there's crackheads to this day. It doesn't make sense. 
<laughs> like it doesn't. Like, it's you don't understand why they exist Man, because it's mind blowing. You see how the other crackheads go through what they're going through, dude. Right now, a girl break my heart. I go through depression. Whatever the case may be, my last thought is to do some crack. Nobody's won. I know I'm going to be stealing from my mama. My teeth going to fall out. I'm against. I know this. They feel like who doesn't be, know this? They feel like it ain't going to be them. Right, and that's what I'm saying about the women. They feel the same way. Like they feel like they can get this dude and somehow change him, and it's not going to happen to them. They're not going to end up being a baby mama. They're going to make him well, listen. Anger. Fat people are the Sometimes same way. They got to touch their hot stove, man. People don't realize it's hot till they touch it. Yeah, how many, how many, how many times we gotta touch that stove? I mean, we talking about what age are we talking about here? It started like at least we're gonna say eighteen, right? But Darren's talking about his consequences. But with certain things, these consequences are different, right? I don't know about the crackheads, but see, a little kid learn real early about the hot stove if they touch that stove. Mm -hmm. Fat people don't get the consequences soon enough. If you ate a cookie and immediately had a heart attack, and luckily, luckily you made it, you'd be like, I ain't eat no more cookies, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I give but it see, that. instead, I could fade packs of cookies and packs and packs, especially if I work out a little bit, eat some more cookies, and then it's to eat cupcakes, too. You know what I mean? And then you would be wondering, like the crackhead thing, you'd be like, man, this man just lost a whole foot and leg. How he's still going? And <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm just, just thinking I mean, that. I mean, this is my whole life. I know people that literally... You know, shoot up the diabetes or whatever, shoot up and then go eat some ice cream. I yeah, be like, because they just gave me the medicine to help. <laughs> I'd be confused. Like, ain't that what got you here? <laughs> Listen, I worked with some dudes that'd be like, Bruce, we're going to go get some ice cream. I'm like, okay. And he literally would pull his needle out and stick himself in the stomach with the insulin just in preparation to go get this ice cream. I know somebody like this. See, to him, he might feel like he's being smart. He's like, well, yeah, that's what this does. This, hel this helps my body break it down. Yeah, let's go. But then he'd be at the desk, sleep, not working or nothing. And people be like, dang, he sleep? I don't know. He might even connect the dots. He might not even connect the dots. I mean, because that's like saying, like, okay, once you know better, you should do better. But we don't be doing better. I mean, even when you're talking about the cookie situation for a big person eating a cookie, right? Yeah, you're not dying immediately, catching a heart attack immediately, getting diabetes immediately, any of that immediately, right? But we know it to come. We have other big people. We have shows, my 600, my 1,000 pound. We got these shit like we Have know. you watched them yet? Have you seen the people? I only seen let's start talking about. Let's start talking about consequences. I'm with it. Let's talk about Darren, you want to talk about consequences? Yeah, yeah. All Bring right. it back to relationships. Yeah, yeah. Well, in relationships also, fat people, whatever. You really got to have consequences, I feel like, nine times out of ten. We know, you know, we're never speaking absolutes, but you need these consequences to learn your lesson. So in relationships, when do these consequences come? Because I feel, like the, I feel like the problem is because of everything people can see, it's always a feeling of I can always do better and get better. And I feel like women can't really afford to be like that as much as men and only say that because... Men been dying alone. Men been homeless and living out here on the streets. So they're used to doing that. And I'm not saying it's a good or okay, but if a man's like, I'm going to try this, 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 oh, I failed and end that on the street. Okay. He can, at least he can fend off attackers, hopefully. He can do some stuff that you wouldn't expect a woman to be out there trying to do. That's all I'm saying. Now, women are getting to that point today. Women are getting homeless today. They're getting there. And how many consequences do they have to go through when it could have been like, man, you know what? That chubby dude I had in the friend zone probably was the one for me. 
I probably could have been with him and made it. He made sixty thousand. It wasn't a hundred thousand, but he probably would have been a good dad and this and that, whatever, whatever. Like these, con- they don't see the consequences. I feel like because they feel like it's still better. You know what I mean? I mean, I can halfway agree with you, but I just feel like they get all these consequences happening to them early. Like, like I said, if we clearly they start before this, but I'm just gonna give them eighteen. But of course, you got sixteen and pregnant. Right. So we'll start at 18 and we'll say that first eight, I'll give them two years. I'll say till 20, your first time you, you got a virgin. This dude stayed out with you. He stuck it out with you. He was a good dude. Till 20. I say by 20 to 23, you done had three different dudes that probably ran through you. Now you have a wake up call. This is the consequence where it's like, oh, all dudes are dogs. Oh my God, I can't believe he did this to me. Blah, blah, blah. You still go out here to the clubs, to the bars with the same mentality. You still have on the same clothes, the same, you know, you move in the same way. Your thought process is the same. Nothing changed. I'm going to be devil's advocate, okay? Well, I see everybody else doing that. And hold up. Nowadays, just because I wear this don't mean nothing. We got to be careful the words we use, of course. But this is the society we live in today. It don't matter what you got on. People still should be able to treat you a certain way. And whatever, it's not going to ever be my fault. This is the society we're in. Is it real? Uh, this is the world we're in. So, are so you tell- just like I can be, I can have anything going on Instagram. You can't come on my post saying this or that about it, or else now you shaming and you hating and you wrong. Why can't why Darren, can't she wear that club dress to the interview? Because the interview is going to judge me. Oh, that, that's the interview. Oh, that's because I'm trying to get something judgment by who. The interviewee. Hmm, this is interesting. But that's different than Instagram uh, oh. or the club or wherever we're going. It's different. Yeah. Judgment is different. Now there's a difference. <laughs> what you t- I can't judge you, but the interviewee can see, judge you, you though I'm that because I want to know if you're going to be my girl. So I'm interviewing you for that. Well, that's just you. You can get that's you, all in it. You can get lost. There's other dudes over here clicking the like button. That means they like it, right? That's what yeah. the, that's what the heart means. Yeah. Well, then I'm winning. I like to do. That's, that's what does that mean? That's what the women... So it, right, still, but, it still means I still can judge you, and I but, judge that you was easy enough to like. But no, they don't think that. See, they may take that like as... That's where the they, consequences come they, in. Or, that's what I'm saying. But where's the consequence? That's my that's my <laughs> thing. I just gave it to you. I'm saying, like, when she turned... I went through the list. I give you about 20, 21. She done got ran through by then. About but, three But days. you don't know that. Yeah, find me one. I mean, other than no, like the saying, woman that is a virgin that she did decided not to have sex. There's, there's gonna be a woman on there dressed in a certain way, getting a lot of likes, but then you don't know that a hundred guys ran through her. You oh, just yeah. see her for what she is, right? And she knows that, right? So the consequence kind of don't matter. It's not the same as someone that had the heart attack or lost a foot with diabetes. This is a consequence that can be seen. Well, the consequence of still showing your body and expecting a different result or still, you know, going to this club and expecting a different result. I mean, know? there's mental consequences. Like, you know, that's what I'm on. Like, you know, after that dude doesn't hurt your feelings and the next dude doesn't hurt your feelings because you went after the basketball player or the football player, then you go back to go back to another football player or another basketball player. You done had the consequences. You just didn't care. You felt like you can beat it. You felt like you can do better. You felt like you had control. Or, or someone told you, look, girl, they, they were just bad guys. All the basketball players ain't like that. I give it up. What do you think, Darren? I think that's like the guy shooting himself with insulin before he go get the ice cream. 
<laughs> you, you know it's going to be bad. So you go ahead and prep yourself. But, but y'all see what it's I'm fun. saying? Yeah, it's fun in the beginning when you're eating ice cream. It tastes real good. Mm-hmm. Right. And you come with us at the desk about to lose your job. But see, we're in, but we're in a society in a time where you can't judge people. Not the way you should. You do. You can't openly judge people. You'd be wrong if you let you comment on something and being like, oh, you stupid that you look like a whore wearing that. Oh, don't be shaming this da da da. Then people gonna be in the comments attacking your comment. You see what I mean? No. When we know, when we know if it was your daughter, you might be like, look, people gonna judge you like this way, whatever, whatever. That's the game you should be giving her. But her friends gonna be like, girl, they can't call you that. What do you mean? I feel like it's getting worse, and it's just getting worse and worse over time. You know what I mean? You can see a difference in how people dress differently in the church today than they did back in the day. Yes, a clear difference. And that's the church. Right. But the church don't mean nothing today. Not like it did back then. Yeah. I mean, man. we sound old saying that. We sound old saying that, but still. <laughs> and I feel like when we were younger, our parents probably were the same way. Man, these kids today, it ain't nothing like that what it was when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely say that. You know, uh, times have changed. Uh People are not caring as much, but it's just strange to me that, you know, people speak this non-judgment, but every day you get online, whether it's the um, the girl putting the uh, gorilla glue in her head or the um, old boy and his girl on there with the bonnet on, like, you know, these things are coming up because people are judging, right? And then as soon as you, as an individual, try to judge something, then it's like an attack on you, though, as united world front or society we judge every day like that's what we do that's it's like before you even get to jail we've already judged whether you're guilty or not but you just can't judge out loud that's the problem today everybody judges yeah, really in their mind that's your pc norms right yeah. you gotta be pc with it politically correct okay you know like me as a business owner if someone came in like hey i'm looking for a job and had blue blue hair 12 piercing on the face. I can't be like, oh, God, not looking like that. Oh, I'm going to the people. You can't say that to me. Right. Now here I am in trouble. I got to still be like, oh, okay, yeah, so you want to fill out the little application? You know, we'll get back to you, da, 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 da. Now, people judge people all day. You know, you may, you may, um, an employer may read names on resumes and be like, these look like some black names. I'm not going to call them. Right. That happens all day. We can't do nothing about it. Or maybe they make it through the first little paper there and then they get in there and they may, they may call them on the phone and say they don't have good grammar. That may be, be this type of person. And it may not even be about color or race. And people get judged based off of the grammar. Mm-hmm. The words they're using, you know, uh, they're typing, writing something out. They're not using the right pronunciation, you know. Mr. Comma. Yeah, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like they didn't even use any periods. Look at all these run-on sentences. I can't deal with that person. All of that is a type of judgment. You know right. what I mean? And all of that nowadays, like, hey, you still got to give them that. You got to give them that chance by what the the big dogs say that govern everything. And now, as long as you can judge a little bit on the low and it's not out in the open, then okay. You know what I mean? Kind of, sort of. I like to get mean? designs in my head. But when I go look interviewing for a job, I ain't going to get no designs in my head. Right. I already done been there. I already know what's going to happen. Right, which means that you know that there's judgment. And that's where it's kind of confusing to me because you know that there's judgment, then, but everybody got to act like there is no judgment. Like nobody's judging, but everybody's judging. That's where it's confusing. That's the people who feel like everybody should treat me a certain way regardless. I feel like they're not in touch with the real world. 
Because I'm like, I mean, and that's really the younger generation. You know, when I was younger, I remember my, I had a big afro and I'd get them braided sometime. And my grandma was like, you need to cut your hair. I don't need to cut my hair. You know, she's like, you ain't going to get a job till you cut your hair. And I'm like, grandma tripping. She don't know. Swear I ain't getting no job till I cut my hair. I was interviewing. I was trying. I'm like, yeah, why, why don't nobody want to hire me? Right. Because she was, knew there was a judgment on you, which right. she's seen too. She's well, seen the judgment too, because she had a judgment in her hair, which is programmed from the she, palm. She people. had that older experience, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Listen, boy, you need to look like something." Okay, I'm thinking I do look like something because when it get braided, this fresh is clean. She's like, "No, you need to cut it off, and get the clean cut." You know what I mean? You need to look not something threatening. Else, something else I heard about today, Darren. You can chime in. I've heard that. If you're trying to make it up with the corporate ladder, management-wise, you need to cut and get rid of your facial hair. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? My managers, they don't have facial hair. Mm -hmm. I think Terry yep. got a, I think Terry got a mustache, but he ain't got all this. Mm -mm. The other look manager, the other manager, I'm like, <laughs> but I don't know if it's non-threatening. It might just be, oh, this is what we consider clean. Because then it's like, are you taking into account? We're going to have other people coming to the office, touring the site, seeing everybody. Mm -hmm. So when Eugene comes in for a job and I'm the manager and I know he's going to be in this office when people come in, you come in here with the blue hair and 12 earrings or tattoos on your face. I'm going to think about that. Right. Now, I can't say you got tattoos in your face. Ain't no way you can work here. But I'm going to think about that. And just be, oh, OK. Nice to interviewing you. OK. Or whatever. If we if we give you the job, we'll call you. Right. And I'm already knowing like. But see, you know, they say things like, well, that blue hair is going to be a distraction to the rest of my employees. Well, you know, they, they might not be able to take their eyes off that. Oh, well, you're black and you have dreads, so uh, your hair is going to be a little wild. Are you going to be able to maintain it and keep it nice and neat? I don't want it up in the air. I don't want it to the side. It's going to be a distraction for my employees here. So you say you don't believe that? No, I'm saying everything's a distraction. I mean, dress codes and everything's a distraction. I mean, if you, you know, that's why they had these private schools where everybody's wearing the same thing. But again, when you're wearing the same thing, if I put a little crease in my jeans, well, my slacks, you know what I'm saying? Or pop my collar or unbutton my one button, then you become into a fashion and style that they can't control. And you still end up in that same world because now your slacks are Walmart slacks and I got Nautica or Polo slacks. Though they're the same color and supposed to be the same, they're just two different name brands. And I and my hierarchy on the name brand means I make more money or I have more money than so it still ends up being that. You know what I mean? Like you can't stop it from happening. Yeah. I mean, I think there's different things like that 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 help control help control all of that. You know what I mean? But by the end of the day, it's those people that's at those certain levels that can make that decision, make that choice. You know what I mean? And that's why sometimes it's like, okay, well, if you don't like it, you need to start your own. Right. Which we know it's a lot harder than do than saying it. Mm -hmm. But as real as really what it is. You know what I mean? Definitely what it is. If you got a podcast, you're like, I ain't bringing nobody on here who got to wear glasses. I may not put that out to the world to know, but I really know that. Right. And then if someone else is like, man, that ain't fair. Okay, well, you start your own podcast and you bring everybody with glasses. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it's just easier. <laughs> it's easier to sit back and to really complain. Then to start your own stuff and be like, oh, okay, I feel like it ain't fair that people with blue hair don't. And I don't know anybody with blue hair. I'm just saying this. But if you, if you really felt like that ain't fair, then start your own thing and try to go get everybody with blue hair. You know what I mean? But most people would just sit back and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easier to sit back and complain all day and tell somebody else what they should do versus you doing anything. What you, what you think on it, Darren? 
I think just uh, go back to what he was talking about, grandma, right? Because you got generational norms, and I, you can you can say this for everybody. Nobody, nobody's parents or grandparents are gonna say that they child or grandchild is going to be modest enough, right? So grandma, parents are always going to have something to uh, say something about your clothing, how you wear your hair, right? Uh, how you even you know, dress and talk. Yeah. So that same thing plays into corporate America and everything. So when you go into corporate America, like you said, what is considered to be acceptable and clean is going to be even another level different than what you grew up with. And what your mom's gonna tell you to do, come going out the door. You know, make sure you groom, make sure you you know brush your hair, comb your hair, and then an, another level when you have to go to the interview, right? So these are societal norms that we have to adhere to. That's the way it is. And then if you want to you know bust out of the seams, then like you said, you got to start your own stuff. You got to create your own fashion statement and become your own thing if you want to you know do that. Mm. Okay. Let's get ready to wrap it up. Y'all got anything y'all want to leave the good people with? Go ahead and think about something deep to leave leave the good people with, G. Darren, you want to go first? We got something deep. Y'all want me to go first? All right, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave them with this. And this is what I would tell my daughters. We got two daughters, right? When it comes to dating. When it comes to finding your significant other, whatever, you can't spend too much time trying to work on yourself and skip over the experiences. That's what I feel like. You got to, you know, you all ever heard the, t- the phrase, you got to, sometimes you got to fail forward. You got to understand that like, you can't be out here looking for perfection. Everybody would like perfection, but you can't just assume, man, I'm not going to give nobody a chance. To, you know what I mean? Right. I say, go get the, go get the funny fat guy. That's me. <laughs> that's me. go get the funny fat guy who makes you feel good you know and you feel like you know I feel like I can be protected whatever like that and grow with him because I feel like I feel like as people get older so many people want to get that big alpha person but they can't deal with the quality that's going to come with it the qualities that's going to come from that big alpha person later on or skip by all these different people and I feel like I feel like more times than not I've told one of my daughters just before I feel like more times than not, women really probably should be dating the person that they have in that friend zone. That man that's still your friend and he's not just trying to sleep with you because most friend that's in the woman's friend zone really is waiting for that chance to accidentally sleep with you or try to be there on that lonely night or be there when somebody hurts you so they can be there with the cake. But there's some that might just want to be showing some genuine interest and they already know your dirt, already know your bad. And that's probably the one you probably should be with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know they dirt. They know your dirt. Y'all, y'all come together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you when y'all got something deep yet? Uh, if I had to just tell my kids something, I mean, it'd basically be like, uh, go for love. Like, that's, that's what I'm about. Go for love. I feel like a lot of people are going in for business purposes and stuff like that. And you need to find somebody that actually really, really loves you, not loves you for your money, like loves you for your skin tone and all that. Like just loves you for who you are. Well, all your bads, all your negatives, plus your goods. How would they know that though? And how long does that take? I'm asking for the kids. If he hear this one day and be like, 
But dad, how do I know she really loved me for me? I mean, how long does it take? I mean, I, I don't have a, a time on it. I can't give you a time to say, oh, it's going to take two weeks. What to if they've been together two weeks years. and she say, I love you. He'd be like, oh, this the one. Cause dad said, go for the love. Well, actions speak louder than words for me. So mm. I don't care what her mouth is saying. It's really about her actions. And a lot of times you can tell if somebody's really, really into you based on what they do for you. Can I tell you what my uncle said? Talk to me. My uncle said a woman. He said a woman really love you and care about you if she invests in her money and time in you. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. You can tell by her That's, actions. They'll spend money on you. That they really, they for real. You know what my uncle's name is? Kevin Samuels. ジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュンバーなんかジュン
to give them a place to talk like dads and men or to just come and hang out and have a place to pass the time. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, hook up with us on YouTube at Word Brings Word and find Word Brings Word on all podcast channels. See you next time.